The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week 12 of the Scorching Six Picks. Recording this on a Tuesday night due to the Thanksgiving holiday and we have three Thanksgiving games this weekend. Two of them are on the week 12 Scorching Six slate. So uh, joining me this week to get into the week 12 slate from Los Angeles, California, Abdullah. What up, man? How's it going? Hey, what's up, Z? What's up, brother? I'm excited for this week for sure. Alrighty, already. Uh, got a lot to be thankful for, and definitely football. Thanksgiving football, we got three games on Thursday, so two of them are in, are in our Week 12 slate, so we'll get into the first one. Game number one for the Week 12 slate. Got the Chicago Bears uh, taking on the Lions. The Lions are at home, and the road team Bears, minus three in this one. What do you think? Uh, this... I think the Bears have a three-game winning streak, but overall this would be the tenth matchup uh, with these longtime rivals on Turkey Day since '64, and Detroit holds a five to four lead in those games with three consecutive wins. This con- combined with like the strong performance from each players like uh, Hill Mack, I think I favor Detroit on this one. Okay, you're going de- uh, ro- home dog Detroit plus three. So this one, yeah, Bears uh, last week against Minnesota uh, on Sunday night. Uh, their defense definitely looked impressive, uh, holding uh, Minnesota to below 20 points. But, I mean, Minnesota kind of hung in that game. I mean, the Bears never really put them away offensively, and that's kind of where they've been struggling this season. Uh, and Mitchell Trubisky, their young quarterback, is still kind of finding, gathering his kind of rhythm. I mean, Matt Nagy is a really good offensive play caller, really good offensive mind, but Trubisky is still young, and they're running a simplified sort of offense for him still, and he's having a hard time adjusting and kind of going through his progressions, going through his reads properly. So because of that, Chicago's struggling a little to kind of put teams away and kind of being carried by their defense. And you mentioned Khalil Mack. I mean, he's made such a huge impact uh after coming over from the Raiders before the beginning of the season, I mean, I think he has six games this season where he's had a sack and a forced fumble and a fumble recovery. So, I mean, that's just incredible. I mean, you don't, you rarely see two or three games Definitely. like that from a defender in a, any given season, but he's had six so far, and there's still six remaining games for the Bears in this season. So, I mean, I think the Bears rebound in this one. Uh, Detroit, I mean, on the other side, I mean, they barely beat Carolina last week at home. Uh, their offense has kind of been a little shaky. I mean, Matthew Stafford uh, usually puts up lots of yards. He's kind of uh, on this on the low end this season, and obviously they lost. Uh, they had Marvin Jones was injured last se- uh, last week. Excuse me, 
Golden Tate, they traded off to Philadelphia. So just a lot of stuff they're kind of adjusting to. But on Johnson, their rookie running back, looks good. That's a good sign for them. But in, in this game, uh, getting back to the matchup, uh, I'm going to go the other way and disagree with you on this one, Abdullah. I'm going to take... I'm going to take the Bears. I'm going to swallow the three points here. I think they get the road win. I hope you don't pay for this. Move to eight, move to eight and three. I'm going to go uh, 34 to 28 Bears in this one. Wow. So, All right. All So uh, we started off right away with a disagreement. So that'll take us to game number two. And this is another Thanksgiving game. Uh, a- NFC East divisional battle. The top two teams in the NFC East. Washington Redskins traveling to Jerry World to take on the Dallas Cowboys. And got the home team Cowboys giving seven and a half. What do you think? Well, even though this would be a strong matchup, I think the Redskins have a very critical injury. Alex Smith, the quarterback. So I think it might cost them the game. So that for that reason, I think I'm going to side with the Cowboys. Okay. I mean, Alex Smith, I mean, just... I mean, a brutal, gruesome injury to his tibia, his fibula, I believe. I mean, it's just one of the most gruesome injuries you'll ever see. I mean, if you get kind of giddy watching, like, ankle injuries and foot injuries or sports-type injuries, I warn you not to watch that because it's really gruesome. I mean, I get kind of giddy, and I haven't, I have yet to see it. I just heard about the injury, and I probably don't want to see it. Just considering how gruesome the injury was, it's an injury that could possibly be a career ender for Alex Smith. I mean, with his age at 35, 36, uh, I don't really know if he can come back from a gruesome injury like that. He's going to be out, I mean, a very long period of time. He's going to have a very long recovery process from that. And definitely wish Alex Smith the best in his recovery process. He's kind of, he's not an elite quarterback, but it seems like he's an elite person off the field. Uh, a good leader on the field as a quarterback, and it seems like, from all accounts, a good teammate. I haven't really heard any of his teammates throughout the season say anything bad about the guy as a person. But uh, with that being said, back to the matchup. Obviously, the Cowboys are kind of surging a little. uh, Two straight wins. They're kind of now uh, in the driver's seat uh, for the NFC East divisional title, considering... Their easy schedule and considering, like you mentioned, Abdullah, this gruesome injury to Alex Smith. So on the front with the Redskins, I mean, they have Colt McCoy, quarterback. I don't think he started a game since 2014, four years ago. And I mean, Colin Kaepernick's got to be sitting somewhere thinking to himself, I mean, what do I have to do to get a job? I mean, because I mean, Colt McCoy uh, or Colin Kaepernick, I mean, at least spice things up with Colin Kaepernick by signing him. Maybe we're going to keep him on the bench. Bring more seats, uh, more fans to the stadium. But I, I don't know what's going to go on with the Redskins. I mean, I thought they were probably going to succumb and lose the divisional uh, lead, even if Alex Smith stayed in. But now that he's gone, for sure, I think the Cowboys are taking the division. I mean, everything's just set up for that. And then... Everything's set up for this game for Dallas to win big, and I'm I'm gonna agree with you on this one, Abdullah. I'm gonna swallow the seven yeah. and a half. I'm gonna go thirty-one seventeen Dallas in this one, and I think they wow. move to six and five and move into first place in the NFC East. So we got agreement agreement on that one, and that. Why do you agree with me? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. We got four more games, though. We'll, we'll see how many more we agree on. Okay, let's do this. So next game, that'll take us to the Sunday games, the early afternoon window. This is a good one we have here. The 5-5 five and five Seahawks traveling to Charlotte to take on the Carolina Panthers. You got the home team Panthers laying three and a half. What do you think? Okay, for this one, I think betting on the Seahawks uh, to keep their penalties down and in check, I want to go with the Seahawks. I, I believe they can do it for this game. Um, if I think that's the main thing for them. If they kept their penalties down, they have a good chance. So, yep, Seattle Seahawks. Okay. All right. You're going with the Seahawks. They're coming off an uh, exciting uh, Thursday night win over Green Bay. They're going to have about nine, ten days of rest coming into this one against uh, the Panthers and Charlotte. And the Panthers coming off two straight losses, a shellacking against Pittsburgh two weeks ago, and then a tough loss to Detroit last week, a very close game. And, I mean, Cam Newton a few weeks ago was kind of in the top five MB- MVP contention uh, but last few weeks, he's kind of made some bad decisions, bad throws, and that's really uh, cost them in the win in the win column. I mean, and that might cost them a wild card spot with the way he's been playing lately. And with that, I mean, the Seahawks. I mean, everybody wrote them off. All their defensive players pretty much disappeared, uh, either in the off season or due to injury this season. And every nobody really gave him a chance, but here they are, five and five, right in the hunt for one of the two wild card spots, and playing pretty well. I mean, with their kind of new style offense, which is control the clock, run the ball, control the line scrimmage, uh, dominate time of possession, and I think that's something that we've pretty much seen throughout the seasons that. A good running game travels really well on the road, and I think that's what's going to happen here with the Seahawks. So I'm going to agree with you here as well, Abdullah. I'm going to take Seattle, getting three and a half in this one. And I'm actually going to take them to win this one outright as well. I'm going to go uh, 27-24 Seattle in this one. All right. All right. So we got agreement on game number three as well. So game number four, Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to mile high to take on the Denver Broncos. And the Steelers... Minus three. What do you think? All right. For this one, I would say that Pittsburgh uh, will cover the spread on this one. All right. You're going Pittsburgh laying three points, swallowing three points with Pittsburgh. Right. right. Yeah. As we've always seen, uh, Denver's obviously the, one of the toughest stadiums to play in in the entire NFL from a physical standpoint due to the high elevation and Abdullah, uh, I'm sure you you kind of know a little bit about high elevation. Uh, Man, it makes you sick. I tell you that for sure. <laughs> due to our our, uh, our adventures a few weeks ago in the Sequoia National Forest, but that can really mess with players. I mean, and right. in previous seasons, uh, a few players have actually sat out when they played in Denver due to kind of various health reasons and kind of uh, due to the elevation there. So it kind of messes with. Them with oxygen, breathing patterns, stuff like that. Right. So, but, I mean, Pittsburgh, I mean, last week against Jacksonville was 
awful in the first three quarters. I mean, I think they were down 16-6 going into the third. I mean, Jacksonville was dominating that game off, uh, defensively, and Pittsburgh was getting nothing going. But six, seven-minute stretch in the fourth quarter, they pulled back control and barely eked out a win against Jacksonville, uh, a team that they've struggled with the last two, three times that they've played them. And then the Broncos, uh, they're four and six, I mean, but they've kind of hung tough in some of these games. I mean, and they beat the Chargers last week in L.A., I mean, on a game-winning field goal from Brandon McManus. So, I mean, and they're really tough at home. I mean, they almost beat the Rams at home. And as evidenced, even the great Tom Brady always struggles when he plays in Denver for the most part throughout his career. So it's going to be a tough environment for Pittsburgh, but... I feel like they're kind of made for these types of environments, these types of games, and they've kind of got their mojo back after a slow start to the season. So I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to have a much better game than he did in the first three quarters against Jacksonville. I think James Conner is going to be able to run the ball in a tough weather-type environment in Denver. And I'm going to agree with you on this one as well, Abdullah. Swallow the three points with Pittsburgh. And I'm going to go... Twenty-eight to twenty-one Pittsburgh in this one, and I think they move to eight, two, and one, and complete control of the NFC AFC North. Excuse me. So with that, we'll move on. Game number five, the Sunday night game from Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Vikings, the home team, hosting the Packers in an NFC North divisional battle, and the home team giving three and a half in this one. What do you think? I mean, the Minnesota Vikings, even though they have the home game advantage, I think the Packers will take this 24-22. Okay, you're taking the Packers, getting points. Yeah, the Vikings, I mean, had pretty much every opportunity last week to kind of take that uh, game away from the Chicago. Chicago gave them lots of chances to score. I mean, I think they had a few red zone turnovers. Uh, and then Kirk Cousins, I mean... He's kind of looked good in some games, but overall for in the aggregate, I mean, he's kind of more on the average to mediocre type like level as far as QBs go. He's not really in that semi-elite or borderline elite type quarterback. He's kind of more on the average mediocre side throughout the entirety aggregate of his career. And I think that's pretty much what we're seeing here with the Vikings. So... And with Green Bay, obviously, they kind of have a running game now with Aaron Jones, but obviously still some injuries. And then Aaron Rodgers, it seemed like he's definitely shouldering a lot, a big load again, carrying the offense. And it seems like they have some, there's some friction there between Rodgers and Mike McCarthy. Obviously, his days could be numbers as a head coach of the Green Bay Packers. But yeah, this one, divisional battle, it's going to be a close game for sure. But... I'm going to have to agree with you again, Abdullah, four in a row. I like the Packers getting points on the road in a dome stadium in Minneapolis in this one, getting three and a half. And I actually like them to win outright as well. So I'm going to go, uh, this one I'm going to say 27-24 Packers. And I think they win outright and move to 5-5-1. and It'd be sad for the Minnesota Vikings to lose, but... I think from what I could see, you know, 100%, 24-22, still a little less than what you think, but yeah, definitely there. Okay, but we we agree on the main thing, which is Packers getting three and a half, so. Definitely. 
So with that, we'll move on to the last game, game number six. It's the Monday night game in primetime from Houston, Texas. We got the home team Texans hosting the Tennessee Titans in an AFC South divisional battle. And the Texans are giving six points in this one. What do you think? Well, I think I know what you're going to side with here, for sure, Z. <laughs> but I would say the Texans, they, they take the win. Okay, so you're swallowing the six points with the Texans. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, I mean, yeah, this is kind of a game with two gritty-type defenses, two defenses that have been playing well in the past couple weeks. Uh, Deshaun Watson has shown some signs of life the past couple weeks, kind of a little bit of a resurgence offensively for Houston as they've won seven straight in this one. I definitely think they're going to win this game again or win their eighth straight here at home, but I don't think they're going to cover the six-point spread. So I'm going to disagree with you on that. Of the I don't. Th- yeah, for sure. I, I like the tight I like the Titans in a divisional battle here getting six. Getting six points. I, I think this is gonna be a really close game with two tough greedy defenses and then two uh quarterbacks young quarterbacks who are kind of iffy and kinda of make mistakes here and there with Watson and Mariota. So I think they're both gonna kinda of throw interceptions, have some turnovers, uh and the defenses are definitely gonna have an impact on this game for sure. And in my opinion, it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm going to go 21-17 Texans in this one. I think they get the win, but I don't think they cover the six-point spread in this one. I think I super disagree with you, so we'll have to see for sure. <laughs> All right. I mean, we'll agree to disagree, but we'll see what happens in that exciting uh, Monday night game, uh, the AFC South Divisional yeah. Battle. But uh, I guess with that, I mean, we'll that'll wrap up the Week 12 Scorching Six picks. And I guess with Thanksgiving coming up, Abdullah, uh, what are some things you uh, that you're thankful for? Thankful for good friends, actually, and uh, uh, football. <laughs> Thursday night football for sure. Okay. Monday night. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, my, I'm pretty much along the same lines. I'm I'm thankful. I'm gonna call it the five F's: family, friends, f- food, freedom, and of course, great football. So with that, I uh, wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you guys enjoy all of the Week 12 Scorching Six picks, all the Week 12 games that are on this week as well. And Abdullah, thank you so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Everybody, thank you for listening. Hope you guys enjoy all of the Week 12 games. And I'll be back next week for Week 13 Scorching Six picks.